I want to share this with you just uh, before I go into the message tonight uh, out of the book of Job. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord brought this to my mind as we were worshiping and singing about the precious blood of Jesus. If you have your Bible, go in Job chapter 1. We're going to study in Hebrews chapter 11 in just a minute. But Job chapter 1, verse, we'll start at verse 1. It says, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless, upright, fear, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Seven sons and three daughters were born to him. His possessions were about 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys. Very many servants. And that man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of each one of his day, on each one on his day. They would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the days of feasting had completed their cycle, Job sent and consecrated them, raising up early in, rising up early in the morning and offering a burnt offering according to the number of them all. For Job said, perhaps my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came along with them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming about the earth and walking around it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him in all the earth, blameless and upright, a man who fears God and turns away from evil. Satan answered the Lord, what does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? And you have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But put forth your hand now and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not put forth your hand to him. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. On the day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and a donkey feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans attacked and took them. And when they slew the servants on the edge of the sword, I alone escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, there came and said, a fire of God fell from heaven and burned the sheep, and the servants consumed them, and I alone escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, the Chaldeans formed three bands and made a raid on the camels, and took them and slew the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, another came and said, your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, and behold, a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people, and they died, and I alone escaped to tell you. 
Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell to the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Through all of this, Job did not sin, nor did he blame God. I wanted to read that to you because there's a few details in here that are very important and applicable to every one of us tonight. And they're especially important for us in this season in which we're living. The Bible speaks of Job, whom all of you know as a righteous man, a, a man that the, the Bible describes as an almost perfect man. And in a moment, he lost everything. You, you read there the things that he had. He had sons and daughters, and he had thousands of sheep and thousands of camels and hundreds of oxen. And Job experienced in one day the loss of all of these things, or a very short period of time, the loss of all of these things. But there's something in here that some scholars have pointed out, which I wanted to point out to you tonight. In the first paragraph, which I read to you, the Bible said that Job offered sacrifices to God on behalf of his children every day. And this reminds us and teaches us of the importance of pleading the blood over our household and over our families, and even our material possessions. Job understood the impact and power of the blood. And when he sacrificed these animals, he obviously understood the, the power of covering. Because you see, as I mentioned a few moments ago, the Bible says, when I see the blood, I will pass over you God's indication toward Moses was that there's protection under the blood. How many of you cover your, yourself and your family with the blood of Jesus? Well, Job did that. The ancient patriarch did that. But something happens. The devil comes against him. And he accuses him to God and he says, you know, if you didn't bless him so much and protect him so well... He would curse you. And God, for the reasons of his own sovereignty, gives to, to Satan the, the uh, permission to touch Job. You've got to understand that no one can touch you. The enemy cannot touch you apart from God's permission. Or unless you let down the, the hedge. Many people have been stricken by calamity, not because God allowed it, but because they let down the hedge. And maybe you say, Pastor, how would I let down the hedge? Well, there are a lot of ways you might let down the hedge. One might be with your words, inviting the hedge to come down by speaking negatively against God, by saying God doesn't care, God doesn't love me, God doesn't have any interest in my life. Those types of words are working against your faith. And they can be very devastating to the hedge of protection around you. Another way that we might let down the hedge is when we don't obey God. All sin 
is a permission on your part or my part to let down the hedge. The Bible says, leave no room for the devil. How does the devil come in? He comes in when we sin. He comes in when we willfully disregard God's word, God's law, God's instruction, or the, the word, the voice of the Holy Spirit in our life. And the hedge comes down and the enemy doesn't miss that opportunity. And so, you've got to be watchful of the hedge. And Job, in this case, God allows Satan to touch him. And what does Satan touch? Here's what I want you to notice tonight. Satan, first of all, if you read the passages of Scripture, the Bible says that he came against the oxen. And he destroyed all of Job's oxen. And then he came against the sheep and destroyed all the sheep. And then he came against the donkeys and the camels. If you are a Jew in the ancient world, what would you sacrifice to God? Well, you could either sacrifice an oxen. In, in Job's case, we see here what he has. He can either sacrifice oxen or sheep. And the enemy takes away the oxen and the sheep. He attacks the very thing that he needs in order to keep the hedge up for his children. He attacks the sacrifice. And I'm telling you tonight that there is a similar and ancient strategy against you and against your family on the part of Satan. And he always wants to attack the sacrifice. Now we know today that the sacrifice is not the oxen and it's not the sheep. The sacrifice is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the blood of Jesus. And Satan knows that if he can take Christ and the cross out of your life and out of your vocabulary and out of your faith and out of your thinking that he can cause you to bring down the hedge that will lay waste and that he can then lay waste to your family. And so I want to encourage you tonight as the Spirit of God brought this into my spirit as we were in worship that you cannot afford to, to let the sacrifice and the blood out of your life. You cannot afford, the church cannot afford to stop preaching Jesus. I said the church cannot afford to stop preaching Jesus. The Bible says there remains no other sacrifice for sin. Jesus Christ alone is the sacrifice for sin. And Jesus Christ alone can save and deliver and protect and heal. Come on, somebody. And he's the one that you and I need above all things. So when the enemy comes against you, he wants to come against your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants to come against your declaration of faith and confidence in Jesus and the, the proclamation of the victory of the blood over your life. I want to remind you today that is why we've been taking the communion. That is why we've been reminding ourselves that we have victory in Jesus. That is why we sing about the blood tonight because there is only one way to be protected in a world that is fallen and in turmoil and under terrible uh, iniquity and darkness it is the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and it is your faith in him that saves 
and delivers and heals. Don't let down the hedge. Don't let down the hedge. Let your, let your faith and your prayer life reflect your faith in Jesus. Jesus is not just a, a tagline we put on the end of our prayers. Jesus is all that you and I need. Without him there is no access to the Father. Without him, there is no forgiveness of sin. Without him, there is no healing of the sick. Without him, there is no access to heaven. Jesus alone can save. And Jesus alone can heal. And Jesus alone has to be the priority of our faith. Especially in these days. The enemy would love nothing more than to take the sacrifice. You see, by taking away the oxen and the sheep, he takes away Job's ability to sacrifice and to raise up a hedge for his children. And I want to encourage you today, if you have children, to pray that protection around them every single day. Pray it over your family. Pray it over yourself. The Bible teaches us of the power of the blood. When you read about David and Goliath, that great conflict that takes place in the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 17, the Bible says that Goliath came against Israel. This Philistine giant. He came to challenge the armies of the living God. And the scripture says that David came onto the field. And he stopped at a particular place. And when he stopped at that place, if you read the original Hebrew, the name of the place is Bloodline. David fought Goliath at the Bloodline. He took one of those smooth stones. I don't have to tell you the story because you know it already. He took one of those smooth stones and he swung that, that sling and that stone penetrated the forehead of that giant and knocked Goliath down to the ground. And the enemy of Israel fell that night, and the enemies of Israel fled. How many of you need an enemy to fall? I said, how many of you need an enemy to fall? There is an enemy that has to fall in America. And it is the enemy of pride. It is the enemy of self-righteousness. It is the enemy of religion. That thing has to fall. If we're going to be healed, if we're going to be restored, if we're going to be renewed, that, that giant has to fall. How many of you need an enemy to flee, to run away, and not come back? Come on, somebody. I'm talking about the power, the delivering power of God on behalf of his people. When David struck Goliath, the giant fell, and the enemies fled. And they called that place the bloodline. And this is what the Bible says. Read it. You can read it later. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, the Bible says that the Philistines never came against them again. A line was drawn at that place. And the enemy couldn't cross that line ever again. I'm telling you tonight, there's a bloodline around your family.
There's a bloodline around your children. There's a bloodline around the saints of the living God. And it's not the blood shed by a little boy on the, on the hills of, of, of Judah. It is the blood of Jesus shed at the cross that has drawn a line around you that Satan can't cross. Come on, somebody. You have the power of the anointing of the name of Jesus. And Satan cannot cross that line. If I were you, I wouldn't let it down tonight. Hold fast. To your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hold fast to your proclamation of victory. This time we're living in right now, it's not going to last forever. Victory's coming to the body of Christ. Victory's coming to those who will seek God. Come on, somebody. But you and I have to hold up the hedge in our faith and acknowledge that there is a name which holds back demons and devils. There is a name that rolls back fear and doubt. There is a name that casts out every power of shame and the past. It is the name of Jesus. And it is His blood that heals. It is His blood that makes you whole. It is His blood today that protects you. Come on, you ought to get excited about that. You ought to get excited about the fact that the price has already been paid. I said the price has already been paid. You and I are under the, the covering of the blood of Jesus. Right where you are, I want you to just begin to pray. And what we're going to do tonight, this is the Bible study. God wants us to do this. I want you to call the name of every member of your family that the Holy Spirit brings to your mind. And you're going to plead the blood of Jesus over them tonight. Come on, are you ready? Get yourself ready to pray. Get yourself ready to go before God. As you begin to pray, you begin to plead the blood over every member of your family that you can. As the Spirit of God brings into your mind, there is a time for warfare. There is a time to push back against the darkness. There is a time to say enough is enough. And today is that time. This is that moment. For you to decide, I am a child of the living God, and you're not going to beat up on my family anymore. We have victory in Jesus' name. Come on, before we start singing, you start praying. Right where you are, sitting at home, sitting in your kitchen, sitting in your car. Right now, begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, and you begin to plead the blood over your children, over your grandchildren. Over your job, over your finances, declare the protection of God over you tonight. Come on, let the voice of the church be heard in heaven.